everybody. Thank you for joining me. This is the Rob Scott Podcast. This is episode 106. And I can't believe I've been doing this this long. And uh, hopefully I got two or three, four or five hundred more in me. (laughs) Um, I really uh, hope you had a good weekend. I had a great weekend. Uh, Last week was excellent. I had an opportunity to to, uh, be introduced to my... uh, my grandson, my first uh, grandson—not my first grandson, but my first Laney grandson, my uh, my son Austin's little boy—and uh, they were in uh, Utah visiting, and um, it was a wonderful experience. I'll put some of the I'll put some of the pictures up that uh, we took when they came by and visited, and we spent the Fourth of July with them and and the family, and uh, it was just a wonderful time. <clears throat> um, I'm very I'm excited you know about our country um you know I uh the fireworks and everything are great and everything but when I think of this country I I just think of the blessings that I have <coughs> to be part of such a, a marvelous um um constitution and bill of rights that gives me the freedoms to do the things I want to do and um, although we have, you know, we might have people out there who are trying to take away those freedoms, our government's trying to take away those rights. They take a few here and they take a few there. And before you know it, you lost your freedoms. And that is not a good thing out there, fellow citizens. It's just not a good thing. And um, I'm glad to see some of the well, I was excited to see the some of the rulings that came out of the Supreme Court this week. And uh, it puts a little more faith in our, you know, in our situation here that there are people that are still standing for the Constitution of the United States and living by the law of the land. And that's the law of the land. It's especially true, you know, you can argue um, about, about affirmative action. You can have debates on that, whether it's good or bad. And... Um, you know, to me, if you want to get rid of racism, you you're going to get rid of racism. And uh, when you are, you know, allowing somebody to get into school or any other thing just simply because of the color of their skin, and that's a major factor in what they, you know, what is the decision making process to get into a school or work or whatever the situation is. Um, it's it's racism, and we need to get rid of it. We need to uh, abolish it for good. Um, you know, we just had what June third, June Juneteenth, a little while ago about slavery. Um, you know, these kinds of decisions like this from the Supreme Court just really um, bolster my belief. And that we are, we are a great country, that we are a country of change, we are a country that sees the, the, uh, the effects of decision-making that has done, been done in the past. We're able to correct them and see, the, see what needs to be done and correct those things. And I'm excited about that. I, um, I, I love the fact that we, that we see those things and we can grow and we can become a greater nation. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I mean, this week has really given me a lot of hope, a lot more hope. Um, and although we have a lot of work to do, we sure do. we got a ton of work to do. Um, but it really gave me a lot of hope. Um, 
until I read this this <laughs> this thing um, about this. Uh, I, I don't I hear it's this loyalty pledge out of uh, I guess out of Florida and the, the RNC is requiring the uh, candidates to sign a loyalty pledge that they'll support the nominee that comes out of the primaries I guess and they're requiring this to be able to participate in the debate and the first debate I guess and um, I, I I have come to the conclusion that the Republicans, just don't want to win or don't know how to win elections anymore. They just they just don't. You know, we should have done a much better uh, job the last uh, election cycle. We blew it uh, because we put poor candidates um, in position, um, you know, like Pennsylvania. I mean, you can't even beat a person who had a stroke, who can't talk and put two sentences together. And I'm not making, trying to make fun of, uh, of, uh, of him. Not at all. I, I, you know, he's a stroke victim and he needs to recover. But we have a, a candidate who's running against him who can't even, who is so bad that you couldn't even beat a person who had a stroke. Um, and these kinds of, these kinds of, I don't. This ideology is just stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I think it was proven before uh, in the last uh, presidential uh, election where they tried this loyalty pledge. And, I, and listen, I get it. I understand you want unity, but I think in I think what you get is you don't get the loyalty and you don't get the unity that you're looking for. I just don't think that they work, and I think they're a waste of time. And what it does is just it just. I think it divides more than 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 unifies the party. Um, I, I'm really to my. <laughs> I have really changed my position a lot. I don't look at myself as a Republican anymore. Um, I look at myself more as an independent, and I'm trying to look at the candidates um, on who they are and what they're running on, and the and the um, their platforms of what their what their you know what their platform is. Um, I mean, every I've looked at every one of the candidates, not in depth, but a lot of the candidates in depth, and they're all good people. I mean, yeah, they're all good people. I don't have a problem with any of them, and I think maybe all of them would be very good presidents. Um, there's some things that I disagree with, uh, agree with, with with uh, many of them, um, but this idea of you know. I don't know. To me, it's like taking your rights away to be able to to vote for who you want to vote for. Um, and how, to me, how are they gonna how are they gonna monitor this loyalty pledge? Okay, people sign this paper. You know, DeSantis signs this paper. Trump signs this paper, so they can debate. Okay, so what? Big deal. They go into the they go into the booth to vote. Who's going to be in there to make sure that they vote for that that primary candidate that uh, and, instead of voting for somebody else? I think it's kind of like I think that's against the law, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think it is. So like, how are you gonna how are you going to enforce this? And that's what I don't get. I mean, if you're going to have something, then you're going to have something like this, some, this pledge or whatever. Like I said, I don't really I don't agree with these things. I that's my opinion on this. I I I just think they're stupid and a waste of time. 
And I look at I look at it this way. I look at you don't you don't Democrats don't seem to have to worry about loyalty pledges and uh, who they're gonna who they're gonna vote for. You know that's pretty clear over the last two years, two to two and a half years that they'll vote for anything and anything that's Democrat. Uh, geez, Joe Biden could be a criminal, which you know. Every day they go by, you might find a little bit. <laughs> you're finding out a little bit more that yeah, well, maybe Joe isn't this good old man that's trying to bring unity into our country. Uh, maybe he's uh, using his son and, and using his position to uh, to make money is what I think it is. And the more you learn, and, and the more news comes out, and the more whistleblowers that come out, um, I think the walls are starting to cave in on this guy. And um, who knows whether he even makes it to the uh, election cycle or not. Um, I don't know. But anyway, you don't see the Democrats, um, you know, you don't see them having to sign loyalty pledges because they're loyal and um, they're unified. And we're and Republicans aren't. And maybe, you know, maybe there's a reason why that isn't, you know. Um, you know, we're not we're not as dictatorial as the Democrats are. Uh, Republicans seem to have a little bit more of a ideology of you know, free thinking and things like that, which is is a phenomenal thing. More conser- more of a conservative, uh, right leaning, not a right wing crazies MAGA like they want to make us out to be. But we have a, I think we have an, uh, the the. Um, um, tendency to to think things through and to uh, make decisions on what we hear and, and uh, whether we like it number one whether we like a, a candidate and whether the the uh, platform and their policies that they are uh, presenting to to us are something that we believe in and we can get behind so I don't know maybe you know may I, I don't ever want to be like the Democrats. I don't want to be them just following blindly. Um, but, um, I think these, I, it's not gonna, it's not going to do anything. People, uh, you know, the candidates will sign this thing so they can uh, debate and then they'll change their mind or they won't, they'll vote for whoever they want to vote for, which is what they should be able to do. So I just think it's ridiculous. Um, but, um, I think it shows a weakness in the Republican party. And we don't need to be showing weakness. We need to be showing strength and consol- um, and what they called uh, um, solidarity and and our our understanding and our platforms and our uh, and who we get behind. And I understand, you know, the loyalty pledge is supposed to do that, but I don't think it really does. I don't think anybody signs those things. Uh, um, I don't think anybody signs this pledge is going to do it anyway. So, but hey, if it gets you on, if it gets you on the stage and you got what over what one percent uh, uh, voting, you know, voting for you, that you can get on the stage and go for it. Uh, debate your brains out, and uh, I'll listen and I'll make a decision based on what I hear. I'll make a decision based on what I hear continually about the uh, platforms and uh, uh, policies, and when it comes to. In the time for my vote, I'll go into the voting booth with my information, and I will vote for the person that um, I feel is best qualified for the position and follows along with the ideologies that I want my president of the United States to have. So, um, RNC, uh, please just let's just have a debate. Let's stop this craziness uh, about these pledges, and and I just think it's ridiculous. 
So, um, and that, that's all I got to say on that. I just think it's stupid. Um, the next thing I wanted to um, talk to you about, talk about, was um, an article that I read, and I brought this up many times, uh, considering uh, when we're talking about the transgender movement and this ideology, that then that's what it is. I ran across this article that was written uh, uh, June 29th uh, of this year. And let me read this to you. If this doesn't concern you, um, I don't know if anything will when it comes to this stuff. But um, this was, uh, what's it called, Upward Upward News. Um, and the, the title of it, New Jersey sees a 4,000% spike in non-binary students following trans uh, curriculum. And here it is. What's happening? The past four years have seen a dramatic 4,000% increase in the number of students identifying as non-binary in New Jersey public schools. In the 2019 to 2020 academic year, only 16 students, 16 students identified as non-binary according to the New Jersey Department of Education enrollment data. However, this figure dramatically increased to 675 students by the by the 2022-2023 year, including 41 elementary school children. 41 elementary kids. That's what K through 6th grade, right? Uh, a little context here. In 2020, guidelines were established for the New Jersey public schools to introduce gender identity and transgender topics to second graders, to second graders. This curriculum was implemented in the fall of 2022. The state has also made efforts to prevent conservative parents from removing books from schools, libraries that explicitly discuss transgenderism and homosexuality. Okay, New Jersey's uh, school districts led efforts to conceal students' gender identities from their parents. Okay, now listen to that. You got a 4,000% increase in people identifying as non binary from 16 to 600 and what was that, 675. You have the guidelines for the school districts now that are, re, that are uh, preventing parents who are getting involved because they're seeing these, you know, these, these policies put into place and putting books of homosexuality, uh, transgenderism, and some very explicit um, sexual uh, books in the library, and they're keeping the parents from removing these books. And now uh, New Jersey school districts uh, are concealing the students' gender identities from their parents. With the state's progressive leaders advocating to maintain this practice, at least 1,000 public school districts in the United States, encompassing over 17,600 schools, have adopted policies directing teachers and staff not to inform parents if their children start identifying as a different gender. Okay, does this, uh, does this sound familiar? Does this sound like uh, California, Michigan? This is New Jersey, okay? I came from New Jersey. I am so happy I don't live in New Jersey anymore. I'm glad I don't have children in the school systems in New Jersey because they are a rotting crap load of nothing in the schools anymore. This is what they're teaching their children, and this is what they're keeping their parents from knowing about their children. Uh, it's it's an unfathomable, and it's, it's wrong, and it's sinful. Um, the article goes on, not just in New Jersey, over the span of two years, just two years, 
and put that in line with Mr. Joe Biden and his wonderful uh, leadership. Maryland's largest and wealthiest public school districts experienced a a 582% increase in the number of students identified as gender nonconforming. The relevant school board recently made LGBT education mandatory, okay, for children starting in pre-K, <laughs> okay, pre-K, that was that, five, six years old, leading to a lawsuit uh, uh, and protest by Muslims and Christians in the county. Okay, so if you think for a minute uh, that that this is just some kind of, you know, um, this is a social contagion that has gripped our schools and our educational systems. Not you know not just the school, but the educational providers. These are these are uh, governmental officials who are pushing these ideologies. This new religion of nonconforming uh, sexual uh, you know who we are as individuals, transgenderism, homosexuality. Um, uh, it's amazing to me, and if you don't think that your children are in danger as they go to school, you better think twice. If you're a parent raising children pre-K through six, these these people are going after your children, and they're trying to these are these are they're grooming your children. That's all it is. Okay, that's all it is. Okay, these drag queens who are participating in this. Um, this is this is their ideology. This is what they want. They want to capture these children as early as possible, normalize this behavior, okay, and get these children thinking that it's okay for them to be a non-binary transgender as early as possible. And if you haven't decided to take your kids out of school and remove them from the public school system... You better be doing some serious thinking because these people are going to damage your children. They aren't interested in teaching them history and science and <clears throat> and math and, and things like that. They're more interested in pushing a political agenda, uh, uh, a new religion, a new religious philosophy, and that is transgenderism and taking um, and taking that away, uh, taking what a person is away from them. And destroying that and trying to replace it with an ideology that uh, is false and harming to the children. And we're going to see, I'm telling you, you're going to see this in about 10 years, five, well, five to 10 years. You're going to start seeing the results of these kids who, who are wrapped up in this and who have got caught up in this. And you've got parents who are supporting this. And I want to know who's going to be responsible for this because these kids aren't responsible. They're too young to be responsible, Okay. Their minds aren't developed yet, so you got adults who are who are leading the the charge on this, okay? And uh, who's going to be held responsible for this? You're gonna, I, I believe that in a few years you're going to start seeing lawsuits pop up against school districts, against governments, uh, against doctors um, who are pushing these ideologies. And I hope that they do. I hope that the courts are packed full of lawsuits because that is where uh, changes are going to be made. And when you stand up and you and you and you say, "I am not going to have my children uh, being taught these these ideologies. They're false. They're not true. Uh, they're harmful to my child, and I'm not going to have my children participating in these things." Um,
I was thinking the other day, that, you know, one of the groups um, that I think is getting taken advantage of um, a lot besides our children and our families are being, uh, you know, slowly de- the ideology of family and, and mom and dad and, and brother and sister are being destroyed uh, right down to right down to who we are as an individual. Um, I think I think that the gay and lesbian community um is getting harmed by this as well. Now, listen, I grew up in the 60s and 70s. I remember the whole uh, free love and let me love whoever I want to, you know, whoever I want to love, just leave me alone, let me love who I want to love. And you know what? I, I agree with that. You have your right. You're an adult. You can choose to do that if that's if that's the direction you want to go. I have no problems with that. Live your life. Go to work. Do your thing. Love whoever you want to love, Okay. What I think is this transgender movement, this drag queen movement, this non-binary uh, confusion that has taken place, they have completely and utterly taken over the the LGBT, well, not even the LGBT, not crap, sorry, the LGB community. And uh, sorry, I'm just so used to saying the, the acronym altogether. Um they have taken it over, and they they are abusing it. And I think you're starting to see like uh, was it groomers against uh, um, gro- uh, gays against groomers. You're starting to see them have a, have a voice. These people who are these uh, gay and lesbian uh, people that are coming out and saying, "Hey, we don't agree with what's going on in our schools." And you're seeing them on TikTok. You're starting to see a lot more um, of these people having a voice. And if they're not careful, uh, and I'm telling you, if they're not careful. Um, they're going to see all the work um, that they have done over the decades, last few decades, w- dwindle away because they're going to allow this transgender movement to kill their movement. They, they, I'm telling you, they are going to hurt you. They're going to take away your rights. Okay, because what's going to happen here is that you you have this LGBTQI whatever you know, add whatever letters and, and acronym whatever you want to add to it. Um, They've 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 taken the L, the lesbian and gay community, and they have rolled them all into one, and now they're abusing it. And what's going to happen are pe- people's ideas and their philosophy behind gay and lesbian lifestyles is going to change. You wait and see. Okay, mark my words. It's going to start changing, and they're going to sit there and say, "Well, you know, do all lesbians and gay uh, gay people believe in 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 um, uh, sexually uh, educating my ch- the children in school?" And they're going to start looking at the whole th- as a whole instead of just the transgender movement or just the drag queen movement or whatever. They're not going to be looking at that. They're going to be looking at the whole the whole gambit. And you're going to start seeing attitudes change about gay and lesbian uh, relationships. And I, you know what? I, I I don't I don't I don't you know not that I don't support it, but love whoever you want to love. But um, you're going to, you're allowing these people to overtake your your movement, what you've worked for 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 decades. You know, you're you're allowing them to steal something away from, them, just like they're stealing these children's youth. And their childhood away from them. They're they're stealing away from you the work that you have put in to be able to love whoever you want to love. And they've perverted it. And you're going to pay a cost if you don't start speaking up more. 
I'm happy to see the uh, Gays Against Groomers uh, getting on TikTok and posting there. And I, you need to see a ton more of that. You need to see them being activists. You need, you need to see them on the, on the streets protesting peacefully and saying we are, we are against this. And you need to see parents out at school board meetings and going to schools and protesting quietly within the law and doing a thing and having a voice. You, they have to start doing this more and more and more if we are going to squash this, if we are going to stop this, okay? this We are going to have a generation, a couple of generations that are going to be completely damaged. They, listen, they've already screwed up the government and CDC and, uh, you know, with the health, with the, with the COVID uh, vaccine and the COVID shutdowns and things like that, they've already screwed up the educational part of our children for the last couple of years. And now they're doing it with this transgender movement, this transgender ideology, and I, I support it 100%. It needs to be eradicated. And I'm not saying transgenders, okay, and your dysphoria. You need to go see, you need to go have therapy. You need to go take, get, take, you know, take care of yourself. Okay, and go find out why you why you want to become a girl, and if you're a boy, and vice versa. Uh, what is it that you get off on? You know, wanting to you're a man wanting to uh, to nurse or breastfeed a baby. You, you know, what is the underlying causes of this of this? And you need to really go seek therapy because that you have a problem. And if we continue to accept this and allow our government and our schools to dictate to us, our parents, what we're doing with our children and take our rights away from us, which is happening in California and happening in Michigan, happening in, in New Jersey. Believe me, all these all these uh, states are going to do what they can to continue this, this, um, uh, this ideology. And it is so damaging. We are going to hurt our future. And these kids are going to be, in some cases, they're just they're not going to be able to change because they're going to be told that they can change their sex and have uh, you know reassignment surgeries and things like that, and it's going to be supported by doctors. And you got CDC saying you know this is all part of transgender care and and that, that you need to do this because you're showing love for your child and all this garbage. It's just a bunch of propaganda and it's a lie, and we should really start really with some this <laughs> this topic really irritates me more than anything else that's going on in this country I, I really do I mean I get mad at what's going on with uh, our president and I get mad about going, what's going on with Trump and and everything but this stuff is just gets right down to the core who we are as individuals and our children and our families and it's just destroying things it's just destroying us as a family and it's just evil and it's bad and we need to fight back on it. Um, so that's my opinion. <laughs> um, listen, if you, I'd love to hear from you. If you got any, um, if you got any, you know, pros and cons about the subject, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at Rob at robscottpodcast.com. Um, I, you know, God bless the families and, and, and parents who are still really involved with their kids who aren't, uh, being indoctrinated with this 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 uh, this transgender movement, these this ideology. Um, God bless you. Keep up the good hard work. Uh, watch over your children. You know, um, 
you know, you used to worry about your kids going outside and getting kidnapped or something like that, which I guess you still kind of worry about that now. But now you just, now you got to worry about them going to school and having their minds kidnapped, you know, from from these educational, these so-called educators, these master's degrees, these PhD people who are not who are not kidnapping your child and they're kidnapping their minds, which is a more dangerous thing in my in my view. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, until next time. Hope you have a good week, and I'll talk to you.